Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We have money, John. It's possible you could win again. The KFI Inflation Compensation Contest is back. And uh, about 3.20, you'll get the keyword that you'll need to enter at the website. All the details coming up in about uh, 15 minutes here on the Johnny Ken Show. We'll be doing this uh, for the time being at one uh, twenty and 3.20 on our show. And there's another chance to win during Tim's show at uh, 5.20. All right. Well, our big story today, which we kicked off the show with, and just before we were about to go on the air, there was an update. I guess a good update. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors, well, two of them. There were five on the board, two of them, Hilda Solis and the new one, Lindsey Horvath. I'll tell you now, that's John Cobelt's supervisor, but he voted for Ray Lopez. So That's right. He takes no response because, because her opponent was Bob Hertzberg. Yeah, her, her opponent was no bail Bob, and I found two of them to be the worst candidates I'd ever seen, which is saying a lot. Really, one of, one of the worst races in, in U.S. history was trying to choose between Lindsey Horvath and Bob Hertzberg, and and I really don't understand the people I live with, that these two were uh, our choices. Uh, so over the weekend, this kind of went out quietly Saturday, and then it looks like people got wind of it Sunday, and uh, we started seeing stories pop up. It, it was something called Los Angeles County to take actionable next steps to depopulate and decarcerate the Los Angeles County jails. Well, that's a mouthful, huh? They wanted to add it to tomorrow's board meeting. We can tell you right now, before we get any further, it was withdrawn already. So it didn't even last two days. This was going to release thousands of criminals who've been arrested, who are in jail, 
awaiting bail up to $50,000, many for felonies and serious violent felonies. Uh, felonies like, uh, I mean, I have, a, I have a list here. There's a good list of them, right? Uh, here it is. Violent offenses such as residential burglary, robbery and assault with a firearm, domestic violence, illegal possession of a firearm, possession of child pornography, just to name a few. So if somebody breaks into your house or somebody robs you at gunpoint, they would be out immediately, no bail. Uh, if you get beaten up by your husband or your wife, out, no bail. A felon, a convicted felon found with a firearm, no bail. And the guy down the street who has a, a charming child pornography collection, he'll be out immediately to molest your son and daughter, no bail. And uh, this is from women. I expected different way. I was. I expected different policy when women achieved the kind of power these women have running L.A. County, which is the most like popular. domestic violence, right? Yeah. You would I think mean, that would be key to, to protect the victims of domestic violence. Don't let the predators out. You're not protecting battered women and innocent children. The Lindsay Horvath and Hilda Solis. Well, what is the point of you serving as women? I see them self-congratulating all the time. It's like, oh, the first all-female board of supervisors. And L.A., you may not know this, it is the most populated county in the nation. There is no county with more people in it than L.A. County. Five women running it. No men, okay? Hey, white men gone. No black women, no Hispanic men. I'm sorry, no black men or Hispanic men. No men at all. Nothing. Those chromosomes are gone. Here we have the uh, just right. This is Nirvana. This is paradise. Only women. And what do they do? They take away protections against battered women and children. Protections against pornography collectors of children. Does and nobody blinks an eye at this. I, I, and, and again, this is just a move in the direction of just decriminalizing almost everything you can think of. I think the only thing they would hold up as dangerous would be murder and probably outright they, rape. These All are, these other crimes to them are just <clears throat> uh, just the fault of society. Let these and so they, what they're hiding behind is mental health issues. What we need is care, not jails. And they've been talking no. about this for a couple of years, but they finally made their move this past weekend with this effort, which got crushed immediately. And Hilda Solis withdrew it this morning saying, uh, we heard from stakeholders on both sides, and we need to revisit this. No, no, no. They are so full of it, I, I can smell them from here. They're just about releasing prisoners. They have never built a mental health facility. They never allocate the money. They never build it. They never run a test program to see if it works. They just use that as a cover, as a way to lie, as a way to confuse people. Hilda Solis has no interest in in the mental health of any of these prisoners. None. She's lying. Lindsay Horvath is lying. They do nothing for mental health. They don't care. Doesn't matter to them. Uh, you know, unless Mark Ridley Thomas needs a favor to uh, get his son a job. The Apparently, there's some activist group that's been protesting outside of the Board of Supervisors for some time to get them to close the Men's Central Jail in downtown Los Angeles. They demand the Board of Supervisors commit to closing the timeline that would shutter the jail completely by March of 2025. The protest came after it was reported that three inmates in L.A. died over the course of one week, including one in the men's 
Central Jail. They don't care about that. You have two 2,000 people dying in the streets. 2,000 vagrants dying in the streets every year. Well, unless so they, it's their brother or cousin or something. Is, I'm, is I'm, what these I'm, people are. Look, if they cared, if they, if they thought mental health was a real serious issue that could be treated, no. they would have built mental health lockdown clinics oh no this is a cover story it's a cover story they want to release all the prisoners that is the trendy religious ideology of the day yeah they this, brought up the racial thing again that yeah, it's disproportionately affecting certain communities and again we make that, the point and so are the victims they don't care about uh, 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 what happens to black men and women because black men and women are overwhelmingly the victims of these people okay uh, how many black women do you think get battered by their boyfriends and spouses huh so now you're going to let the batterer out free how many children black children do you think are the subject of these pornographic creeps i mean enough with your cover stories with your 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 fake sorrow that people are suffering you don't care about anything other than letting the prisoners out you don't because we everybody knows that overwhelmingly Minority citizens in L.A. County are the victims. Well, of it didn't people. take long for Supervisor Janice Hahn to say she's not in support of this or Catherine Barger. So that's two against two. The only one we never heard from today at all was Holly Mitchell. Oh, Holly Mitchell's into this. She's one of the most left-wing politicians I've ever seen. Then why did she withdraw it if she I, could have gotten the I, three I, votes? I don't know. No. I don't know. I, 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 I cannot. Then why doesn't she come out with a statement clearly saying where she stands? And I the still other believe have. the other piece of this, which came into place more recently, was that Alex Villanueva is gone as L.A. County Sheriff. He yeah. would never because this motion directs the sheriff to figure out who can be released yeah. with that $50,000 bail or less thing. He wouldn't do that. They're expecting their puppet. Robert this new Luna. guy, Luna. Yeah. yeah. No, Villanueva nailed him. He's a puppet. Otherwise, by now, what is it? It's uh, almost uh, quarter after three. He would have come out and said, no way am I going to cooperate with this. You know, they could sue me. They can they could arrest me. That's what Villanueva would have done. Yep. You know, you know, Luna's on board. But a lot of these people are on board quietly. Holly Mitchell's on board quietly for whatever reason. It, it suits them not to go public yet. yet. Apparently, uh, the people in Hans and Solis' district don't even know that Han and Solis exist. I will bet you over 90% of the people in these districts have no idea that Hilda Solis and Janice Hahn are even alive, let alone. So that's why they can pull this off. They can pull this off in public, in the media, and they get no blowback. Everybody right. else has to provide the blowback. As soon as we come back, you will hear another keyword. It's your chance at some cash from KFI and iHeart. Uh, that is coming up next. Listen for the instructions as to how to win the money. And then we'll tell you that every New York City police officer is on duty tomorrow. Got any idea why? John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. All right. Well, tomorrow will be an unbelievable amount of media coverage on one particular event. Anybody guess what that is? Yeah. yeah. New York City. Trump will appear for his arraignment. Uh, this is a charge by the Manhattan district attorney. But, of course, it was brought down by a grand jury. We don't know the specifics exactly yet, but it'll include, of course, a number of charges related to paying Stormy Daniels money back in 2016 
so she wouldn't blab about her affair with Trump when he was running for president. $130,000 made its way to Stormy Daniels uh, through Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen. That's the basis of the grand jury indictment, the hush money. Now, every single NYPD officer is on standby tomorrow. Uh, The courtroom is in downtown Manhattan. Trump has arrived. He flew in this afternoon and then made his way into the city and waved as he went into Trump Tower. That's where he'll hats up on 56th Street. He'll hang there overnight and then make his way down to the courthouse. I don't know the exact time of this appearance, but he's already promised that he will make his way back to Mar-a-Lago after his appearance. And at 5.15 p.m. our time, he's doing a news conference. He's doing some media event to, of course, you probably know by now his poll numbers are increasing. As this story develops, he's doing even better and better against his Republican opponents. Uh, When people who vote in the Republican primary learn about this indictment, it just really charges them up. Uh, He's going to be charged with at least two dozen counts, including some felonies. Uh, Apparently, he does not want cameras in the courtroom. We don't know how much of a spectacle this is going to be. Tomorrow well, is that his call? No, no, no. But that's just what his lawyers have said that they're against having cameras in the courtroom. Uh, I don't. I don't know who's. Well, it's obviously the judge's call. Yeah, the media is asking to put cameras in the court. Well, yeah, because Trump's campaign doesn't want that to be an endless loop in all the commercials against him. Oh, I see. Because <clears throat> even if he gets yeah. acquitted, it's just the the look of him standing there. Uh, the attorney for Trump said it'll create a circus-like atmosphere at the arraignment, raise unique security concerns. It's inconsistent with Trump's presumption of innocence. But there was reports weeks ago that he kind of wanted the perp walk and the mug shot and all that. I th- he oh, to really I think milk he, this thing. I think yes, I do think he wants that. Then, then there are adults in his in his circle. <laughs> oh, who told him maybe that's not the best well, idea? You know what? They, they, his attorneys don't want him to speak about the charges, because anything he says can be held against him. Right. And, you know, once he starts talking, you know, he makes up all kinds of stuff. He contradicts himself. He makes wild accusations. And you you sit down and actually get grilled under oath over these things, and it, it, can, it can sink you. And he's going to be in New York where yeah, there's, I think, I think New York's about 10% Republican, something like that. Yes. And, and this jury vote's going to be a political vote. Yeah, he wants a change of venue. He's already made that clear. Oh, he wants to go to Staten Island. Well, that's where there's some Republicans. Which is, yeah. No, they got more white conservative Republicans living in Staten Island than uh, anywhere else in the city. uh, Yeah, I thought he was the Manhattan DA. Is he the DA for the entire city? Or Um, they always refer to him as Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. I think it might just be Manhattan, yeah. Because that's Uh, 8 million people there. But you're right. They could still move the trial to a different borough if they wanted to. Just like well, it's, not, it's 8 million in the whole city of New York. Uh, he has a new attorney. Trump has hired somebody named Todd Blanche, who is a partner at a big law firm. Uh, has experience representing defendants like Mr. Trump, including the former Trump campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was another one of his clients. So he joins two other attorneys on the Trump team. Uh, I don't know whether or not we're going to see a lot of Trump supporters here tomorrow and a lot of Trump protesters, whether there'll be thousands, whether it'll be ugly in the streets or it'll be calmer than we expect. There's really no way to gauge this. I, I don't City think preparing for the worst. I don't think anybody could predict anything Bye. like I, w- what's going to happen in terms of a, a verdict. What's going to happen in terms of how it affects his run for office, how people are going to react.
Yeah, and, and whether or not I, tomorrow is even crazy rioting or nothing. I don't know. But, you know, we're probably doomed to have another uh, not rational campaign cycle. Oh, well, <laughs> I think we are. We're, we're, we're talking about Trump's the, not going away, even if he's charged and tried. We're and <laughs> talking about the issues and the problems is really a waste of time because people's votes have nothing to do with that anymore. Remember why he ran for president in the first place in 2016? Because they made fun of him. At one of those, what was that, a White House correspondent? Oh, yeah, did or something yeah. Like Obama that? did. Obama had a... Uh, uh, see? Yeah. So he's always about revenge. And then he thinks he won the election in 2020. So that's what this is about. Right. And now the indictment makes that even stronger yeah. that he has to make his comeback. So he's not going anywhere. But, John, we got very exciting news yesterday on ABC Network's This Week news program. What's that? One of your all-time favorites is running for president, the former Arkansas governor, Asa Hutchinson. And believe it or not, there was one listener who put in an immediate request. He'd like to hear your interview again with Asa Hutchinson from 2003, I think it was. Or? Uh, it was 2004. 2004. I, I remember that, but I, I, I couldn't remember specifically what it was about. I knew it was about immigration. Oh, and yeah. So I, well, I, I had said, to look up the news story. Daryl Issa made it happen. Daryl Issa is a longtime congressman. He was going to hold this town hall at a gym about illegal immigration. But he arranged for Asa Hutchinson, who was some sort of deputy in the Department of Homeland Security, to come on the air. Uh, and you called him out on the... on the. Uh... Yeah, I found a news story about it. Oh, uh, no, you did, huh? Uh, yeah, one of those uh, oddball political stories. Um, it, it actually led to political human sacrifice. Where, oh, where we, uh, David Dreyer, right? Yeah, where we took a number of uh, local Republicans and uh, held them up for possible political sacrifice because they were so full of crap about opposing about illegal border, immigration. Right, yeah. Um, it, it says here, um, uh, it says, John and Ken have wondered why no Republican congressional representative in Southern California has a passion for enforcement uh, for uh, illegal immigrations. Uh, because um, Asa Hutchinson, that's what you used to call him, was the undersecretary for border and transportation, and they were doing raids. Remember immigration raids on businesses? Oh, right, the factories and stuff, yeah. And a congressman here in Southern California at the time named Joe Baca, a Democrat, marched into Hutchinson's office to demand that the raids end, and Hutchinson caved. And he came on the air with us uh, because Hutchinson's staff couldn't get any work done because the pro-enforcement callers uh, wouldn't stop calling his telephone. And oh. he thought that he could quiet the torrent of calls by coming on our show and doing his standard public relations. So it was a 22-minute uninterrupted interview, which uh, this site says was a classic example of political tap dance. But he, he refused to answer direct questions about interior and workplace enforcement. Um, and so then, then we developed our plan to uh, political human to sacrifice. Human sacrifice, to start led to uh, a, a draw full of T-shirts we still have. That's right. I have them at my home. But Asa Hutchinson is a complete phony, a complete fake. I wouldn't vote for him if Kamala Harris was the alternative. He was, <laughs> he'd be, All right. He's just a total disaster of a politician. No need to ask him to come on the show. I don't think he's going to make much of a dent. Anyway. No, he's, kind he's, of a, he's a dud. He's, he's, he's another Eric Garcetti. He's going to get the asterisk. 
All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. You know, it was last Thursday, right before we came on the air, we got the word that Mark Ridley Thomas, the disgraced and suspended Los Angeles City Council member and former board of supervisors member had been convicted of felonies involved in a corruption case with USC school of social work. Well, how do I say this? What I didn't expect is to come on the air Friday and start reading stories that people were upset with the conviction. And then another story popped up on Sunday by three El Segundo times writers where apparently public tributes are weighing in. He's being treated as if he passed away and he's being appreciated for his service. And nobody seems to care that he's a convicted felon. Yeah. Uh, leading the way, John, is your favorite, boneheaded Mike Bonin. Well, yes, and that's why there's, there's, there's an asterisk here because the headline is Ridley Thomas's conviction brings public tributes. Well, look who's giving the tributes. Well, Mike Bonin, the single well, worst city councilman in the history of America. He isn't the only one, though. Bass, Mayor Bassetti, well, Steve Soboroff, who I think you met once, 
who's on the uh, board of uh, police uh, commissioners? Yes. I've he, he tried to, to run for mayor or something? Yeah, or? I talked to him a few times. State Senator Stephen Bradford, who we uh, pilloried a couple weeks ago over the public safety stuff. They're all weighing in with but, but, wonderful... But, what, but, what I'm saying is normally politicians say nothing or they say, well, it's sad. That's about all they'll say. Oh, this crowd doesn't care anymore. Because we were pillaring Bradford because uh, he doesn't think uh, fentanyl pushers who kill your teenage children ought to go to prison. All right. Yes. So you, and Bonin doesn't care if thousands of homeless people die in the streets or if you die in the street from from a homeless attack. So this is the quality of people who support Ridley Thomas. And the Thomas, Times is trying to make it sound like, well, he's different. Uh, nobody did this when Jose Weizar uh, pled guilty and Mitch Englander, the former city council members, well, and the guy that used to head up the Department of Water and Power. Nobody uh, poured out tributes, but Mark Ridley Thomas. But it's from a bunch. It's a blow to the city and the communities he represented. But look at another one here, Tavis Smiley. This guy got chased out of... Uh, 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 PBS because of all the sexual harassment charges. Oh, yeah, he's just some hack and, TV uh, talk yeah, but, show host. Talk right? show host, but the only way he got back on the air is he bought a radio station in town because <laughs> nobody <laughs> would hire him for the last five years. And what is it, a no, dash in the ratings? Or a, uh, it's a, no, it's a zero in the ratings. In fact, he, that, there, there are no dash, ratings. Zero, right? Yes, there's nothing there. So, yeah, but the people that they quote is, is Mr. Uh, sexual Harasser who can't get a job. Bought his own station for $5. Well, but, and also, Ridley Thomas was tied into religious groups for so many years. You have this big pastor who's Southern Christian Leadership Conference. It wasn't supposed to go down like this. Everyone thought he was going to be exonerated because he is a hero to us. Um, so they're trying to say, remember, he did good things. Don't worry about this conviction. I, 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 I don't know what the good things are unless it's uh, spending other people's money. Oh, and then on, they tried to make another what it, show of the racism. Oh, they're railroading another black man, forgetting no, no. that his co-defendant was an old white woman. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> Mitch Englander, of social work, Marilyn Mitch, Flynn. Mitch Englander was white, and Jose Wizar was Hispanic, and uh, the general manager of the DWP, he, he was white as well. So that yeah. that that's a load of horse crap. Uh, what the they've only done person, is they've gone after criminals. The only person they dug up that was quote on the other side of this is former police chief Bernie Parks. Remember him? He was also on the council, too, and he lost. I didn't remember this. He lost in 08 to Ridley Thomas for L.A. County Supervisor. And uh, he said that uh, he was not indicted because he's black or because he was too successful. He was indicted and convicted because he committed yeah. several serious felony crimes. Yeah. It's just that simple. You know what? That's got to be the big pushback. Anybody who starts claiming that somebody has been uh, convicted or, or uh, charged or indicted because he is blank, right? He's part of some protected group. You have to stop and say, no, he's being charged or he's been convicted because the evidence indicates he did this crime. So stop the, it. The implication I get when I read some of this between the lines is, well, you know, most politicians are corrupt, but they go after the successful black ones because they want to bring them down. So they started digging around in Ridley Thomas's affairs. That's well, kind of the idea I got that they yeah, well, target well, who, people. Who else? Who else was? Who else? Black was targeted in these rounds of uh, uh, investigations. I, 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 like I said, I mean, they went after the DWP guys. I think they were all white. I know David Wright was. Though. Yeah, and and. Uh, and oh, same I thing with Pachinko. So it's a They're lie. They're just bitter because well, this is know, somebody who they held up as an incredible role model. It's a lie. And, and I think you touched on it the other day. That Ridley Thomas, the way he comports himself, he's like this commanding pastoral mm -hmm. presence with a booming voice. 
you afraid of them or they're, they're just like the strong because, daddy type because just, we have to stay in line and he's got to be he's got to be up and up because listen to the way he talks and he, uh, he acts he, he was constantly shouting racism to intimidate people all right he was he started shouting about racism when he was caught spending seven hundred thousand dollars on his office remodel all right that should be embarrassing. He should have said he's sorry. He should have done that. He acted like a, a greed bag and he abused the public trust, which is what he did. But instead, he was shouting racism about that. He was shouting racism at us when we pointed out that his uh, Coliseum was in a really crappy, dangerous area, which it was. All right. It's always about and this is the whole era of of denying truth, denying what's clear in front of your own eyes. And we just don't put up with this. We're going to keep telling you what is clearly, obviously true that we can see with our own eyes. Uh, I Mark Ridley Thomas, I've seen this guy for decades. He's a corrupt gas bag is what he is. It's what I thought the first time I heard of him. And the decades that we've done this, whenever we've come up with corrupt public officials who get, you know, either plea deals or convicted in a jury trial, I've never seen this before. And one, two, three, like four articles have appeared mm-hmm. that are acting like this well, is not like this is an outrageous injustice, but that they shouldn't have targeted this man because he's is, too good. Because he's a high priest of, of woke land here. Yeah, because where, you, so. where are you getting most of this from? The L.A. Times. I don't see any tributes going on in any other media outlets. The L.A. Times. Because it, it's, 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 it's not a newspaper anymore. Oh, and one other good angle to this story, which you and I have talked about before. The, the prosecution never tried to make it look like Ridley Thomas pressured the other supervisors to vote on these USC contracts, that he just wanted to make sure that they got attention. And uh, the defense put up Sheila Kuehl and Janice Hahn, but apparently it didn't matter to make the point, oh, no, we didn't feel pressured. That, but that isn't the point. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors, they pretty much let each other do what they want. Trust you me. You have your own little fiefdom there. I've heard Ridley Thomas has all had already intimidated Long time ago, everybody on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors, he didn't have to knock on their door to twist their arms. Nobody wanted to confront him. Anything he wanted, he got. He'd already pre-bullied the, the, the women on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. Uh, so, but they're not, they're not going to testify to that. They're not going to admit it because that would uh, violate uh, you know, the woke priesthood. Well, the last quote in the story, John, is once again from, well, he's not your friend, but Steve Soberoff, the police commissioner. Yeah. He says the conviction doesn't overshadow the good works. The mistake to me is an asterisk. Wow. A felony conviction for corruption is an asterisk? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that boob didn't get very far in government. No, no. I'm, I'm glad his political career went down in flames a long time ago because they're all part of the problem. I don't care what their titles are. We have one-party rule. It's not just one-party rule. It's the corrupt arm of the party. Uh, like, we went through all the uh, city council people the other day. You got three going to federal prison. You got th- two who were forced out over that audio tape. Uh, and the third one is still hanging on, Dillion. You have three now Democratic Communists, uh, Democratic Socialists of America, right? Right. And you have Mike Bonin. That is ten uh, repugnant characters on city council within the last three years, 10 of them. And the council is only 15 people. That's why I told you. The feds could be targeting a lot of politicians yeah. if they had the time. All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. The, the woke heads at the Times endorsed nearly every single one of them. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
Yeah, we're almost done. But, uh, boy, there's a lot in the show today. So if you missed any of it, you can listen to the podcast, which will be posted up right after uh, 4 o'clock, uh, shortly thereafter. Oh, you should hear the whole thing. You should be in. If you missed a lot of the show, you go home and listen to it. All right? KFIAM640.com or the iHeartRadio app is all you have to do to hear all three hours of the show anytime you want to. John and Ken on demand. Well, we have uh, sort of a reverse story now coming out of Russia. Usually when there is somebody that speaks out against Vladimir Putin's war against Ukraine, uh, what, they fall off balconies? Uh, <laughs> they disappear? Umbrella in the butt. This time it was the reverse. There is a staunch supporter of Vladimir Putin's war against Ukraine. His name was Vladin, Vlad, it's Vladlen uh, Tatarsky. He was having a discussion at a cafe on the bank of the Neva River in the historic heart of St. Petersburg. He was lecturing to people. A woman apparently came along and said that she was a big fan and presented him with a bust of himself. That's right, a sculpture that looked just like the blogger. He's a Russian military blogger, Vladlin, Vladlin Tatarsky. Uh, supposedly, he even said, thank you, it even looks like me. Well, she left and it blew up and killed him. She hid an explosive inside the sculpture. Boy, isn't that really? That's a That's the work of like a Putin operative, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Remember the needle, so, uh, the umbrella needles, sticking so, guys with. Yeah. So she blew him up because he was a public supporter of Putin. Yeah, she's an anti war person. <laughs> and they've now arrested her, claiming that she did this. She carried a bust of the blogger into the cafe that was rigged as a bomb. A, a, so, a, a, what, did you, I wonder if she had a remote control to set it off? I think so. Or maybe just a timer. She just knew if I get out of yeah. here within the next few minutes. Because he probably just put it down on a table right. and continued bloviating, right? <laughs> but it'd be close enough to him because it's like, oh, I got to take that home later. That's a trip. I think there's I something funny. He was probably so flattered. His ego swelled up. Oh, it's yeah. Like, wow. This look. woman created this for me and it looks like me. Yeah. I, what a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? Uh, Does it say? Well, he got blown up. He's dead. Um, no, I know, but I mean, uh, how bad was the uh, was the Do damage? You want to, what you want a blow by blow to know whether or not he was well, how many pieces he was re in? Remember what happened in the Middle East some years ago, and there were photos. What of, the uh, drone strike? Uh, no, no, no. The the, the guy who uh, oh yeah, blew himself up next to some. You're right. Saudi... He had like a stomach bomb or something. Right, he? He exactly. Something... So he blew himself up and he blew. The, the guy next to him. He blew up the yeah. guy next to him. And they, 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 there were some photos. It was just like body parts everywhere. Arms, legs, head, the whole thing. Right. Wow. It was some Saudi uh, person, I think, with the royal family. Oh. So I just wonder if this guy just went, his pieces went all over the... Uh, now, the way it's explained, this woman, her name, she identified herself as Nastya. N-A-S-T-Y-A. Nastya. Mm. Nasty. And she actually was talking and exchanging comments with this guy. Uh, <laughs> then she wanted to present the bust, and the guard said, just leave it at the door. So she apparently they both joked and laughed, and then she went to the door, grabbed the bust, and presented it directly to him. And uh -huh. then I guess he put the—I was right. He put the bust on a nearby table, uh -huh. and the explosion followed. But she must have gotten out of there because they just arrested her. Yeah. This, is, of course, is what the Russians are saying happened. <clears throat> 
we we can't be certain, although right. we're pretty sure this guy. Well, this guy is dead, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he apparently he is dead. Right. Right. Uh, a 23 year old St. Petersburg woman by the name of Daria Tripova, Tripova has been arrested on suspicious of involvement in the bombing. And apparently they put out a video. She does admit she brought the exploding bust into the cafe. <laughs> when asked why, she said she wouldn't say. She may say later. But it's believed that she's anti-war activist. I think she's been on their radar before. I don't, th- I don't think it's and a big the mystery. I, no. No. It just says there was all sorts of debris, but it doesn't say. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I find that uh, hysterical. As, as funny as you know, political assassinations can be. Yeah. Oh, I'd forgotten uh, that they killed that woman last year. Remember the Nationalist TV commentator? They blew up her SUV. Yes. That was also blamed on Ukraine. Yeah. So they have a history of doing this. Uh, Tim Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, by the way, you know that that article of the L.A. Times came out 5 a.m. yesterday. And I was up, so I uh, saw it when it came out. The praise for, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark, Rid- Ridley Thomas. Mark, yeah. Mark Ridley Thomas. I think that started from you guys. Because you're the only guys on the air that said this is crazy, right? Yeah. No, and I didn't hear it, he see it on TV or in print or on the radio anywhere other than YouTube. I think they try to refute us with their editorials and columns. I but, do, but you know, I sort of read that article differently. Like, like they are they were curious why there was so much praise for this guy too. You know? Oh, well, maybe you could look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They're like, right. wow, what's going on here? <laughs> I know. Uh, McDonald's closed their office to fire people. That You know it's serious. Oh, wow. They closed their their international or their entire uh, corporation in Chicago for three days. And they're going to go Drop around. the big uh, hit yeah, list. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be uh, uh, wow. enjoying their uh, sad meals somewhere. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Your layoff meal. Uh, yeah, your final meal. Um, and then uh, we have the police chase that happened today. Uh, another uh, cop car stolen. That's kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, Man, it's t- t- two cop cars stolen in less than a week. I know. What's yeah. this? A new trend. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? Is the, the cops leave their cars on when they when they pull somebody over, when they're investigating something, in case yeah. they have to get in real quick and take off. Right, yeah. So but wouldn't you be confused, Tim, if you turned on the chase on TV and you're seeing just a row of cop cars? You can't figure <laughs> out... <laughs> Where's yeah. the guy they're chasing? Oh, you know what? Not, not only is that true, but uh, I turned it on, and I'm like, oh, Christ, they lost him. Oh, yeah. Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it looks like, uh, you know. Um, Just a row of police cars. It's unbelievable. It was, it was like, you know, it was like the cops from the 1940s, <laughs> you know. All right, Conway. All right, Dig Dog. Dig Dog, yeah. And San Diego State University in the championship game, my alma mater. Is that right? Well, I went there for a little while, John. Give me a break. <laughs> what, was that? what was that, three weeks? A day? <laughs> three months. Three my, months. My alma months. mater. Roger's <laughs> got the news. All right, yeah. very good. Uh, go live San Diego. Dig Dog. Let's go. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m every Monday through Friday and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.